Thanks for listening to Planet Money. NPR has a lot of podcasts, including the live debate show Intelligence Squared U.S. You can, of course, find it on iTunes under podcasts. There's this one class. A lot of universities and colleges and community colleges offer it. If you can pass this class, you are on your way to a solid, good-paying job when you graduate. But not everyone makes it through. Nationwide, in fact, half of students that start this class do not finish. One half. The class is Anatomy and Physiology 1. You want to be a nurse, a physical therapist, a nutritionist, you got to somehow get through it. All right, let's do the first one. The humerus is the long bone found in the arm. Is this anatomy or is this a physiological description? This is the first day of school at West Kentucky Community and Technical College. The professor's quizzing the students on this handout. What system regulates body temperature, he says. The guy in the front has been following along carefully. He's got pages of notes. The book is open in front of him. He's got it. So he half raises his hand. I can't say it. Integumentary? Integumentary. When you guys start mispronouncing that, I start mispronouncing it too. (laughs) Even when you have the answer, getting ahead is not easy. Hello and welcome to Planet Money. I'm Zoe Chase. And I'm David Kestenbaum. For years now, the economy has been kind of stuck. The unemployment rate has been getting better, but pretty slowly. Household incomes, if you look at incomes, they've actually been falling. It is pretty easy to feel stuck. But today on the show, we have stories of two very different people trying to get unstuck. People doing whatever they can to get ahead. One guy is taking that class, hoping to be in the half that makes it. The other person, an 11-year-old girl who may have solved what I'm going to call the lemonade stand problem. First up, that killer class. So this is one pretty established way to get ahead, right? The statistics are pretty clear. You get a degree. If you have a degree, the odds of getting a job go up, and the job is likely to pay more. Statistics don't really capture how hard that can be. So take the guy that you heard in the anatomy and physiology class in Kentucky, the guy who mispronounced integumentary. I noticed him right away. He had safety goggles pushed up on his head. I slide in next to him, and it turns out that he came straight from work. Are you new to this stuff? Pretty much. Very new. How is it? It's a lot all at once. His name is Jonathan Harnon. He puts up billboard advertisements for a living. He's 40 years old, got a military crew cut. He's wearing cargo shorts and an American flag T-shirt. Can you tell me what you're doing here? I want to be a nurse. Jonathan was the first one here. He was an hour and a half early to this class. When it was over, Jonathan and I sat there in the front row, basically going over his life story. He grew up in the sticks, is how he calls it. You're chewing, dipping. I remember the first time I bought my own dip. I held my hand up over the counter to give him the money. He was on his tiptoes. Jonathan, it turns out, has spent 20 years building up to this moment. This first day of school, this is big. And what did you think you were going to do when you grew up? I was going to get a job like my dad at some big factory or something and just stay there for 30 years and retire. Instead, over the last 20 years, he's had lots of jobs. And he punctuates each chapter with how much money he made at every stop. After he got back from the Marines, he tried a few things. Mechanic. Eight bucks an hour. and a Concrete finisher. Fifteen fifty an hour, something like that. Long haul truck driver, paid a bit better. What kind of stuff did you drive? 
Just basic stuff, beer, soap. He drove a garbage truck? The ones that pick up the big dumpsters. How was that? I got fat. I'm just sitting in a truck all day. Did you listen to the radio? Yes. Like what? Lionel Richie. He lost that job. Then, his current job, he got from answering an ad in the paper. It said $12 an hour for construction. Turns out that meant climbing a tall ladder every day over the interstate, putting up billboard ads. He's done that for 10 years. I make seventeen sixty-one an hour right now. In February, I'll make over 18 And if I lose this job for any given reason, I'm back to $10, $12 an hour. I have no security. I've had 22 years of reasons why I want to be here. Sitting in this anatomy class at community college, the stakes are pretty high for everybody. Out here in Paducah, Kentucky, like a lot of places in America, there aren't that many options for jobs with a good salary. Two tire factories in town closed. This guy figured health care is his best bet. This class can be a magic key to a $19 an hour starting salary. That's what new nurses make in the nearest hospital. The thing is, it's hard to get through even the first class. Jonathan's class is three hours long and luxury. There's a ton of reading. And like a lot of people in community college, he hasn't been in school in 25 years. I didn't know how to study. I don't read. He hasn't taken a science class in that long? Chemistry. I can't do it. There's some chemistry in here, you know. Then I'll mess it up. You can see why so many people don't make it through this course. Unfortunately, it really is required. I double-checked with the head of the department. Her name's Karen Halinka. Is there any way around this class if you want to be a nurse? No. Do people try to get around it? No. <laughs> there's no way around. <laughs> and, and there's a reason for that. You're not taking this class as just an elective. You're taking this class because it's building the foundation for the rest of your education. So you've got to get it. Lots of people don't. She's seen people taking the class again and again. Four, five, six, on their seventh try. It was frustrating. Holinka realized that a lot of her students just weren't ready. They knew how to memorize, but they didn't really know how to think. Critical thinking is this thing that you have to have to make it out of this class. You have to be able to interpret the material and apply it to, like, diseases. And a lot of people show up at this school not knowing what that means. They know how to copy out of the textbook, and that's the main way they've dealt with school until they got here. Jonathan, the billboard guy, he is not insulted by this idea. He's like, yeah, that is my problem. I thought it was a lot of memorization. And then we get in here in class, and he's talking about just implied answers. How do you know what the answer is if it's not in the book? The school set up a special class to deal with people who kept taking it but weren't passing it to slow down the material. And teachers, rather than just assigning reading, are spending time teaching their students how to read the textbook. It seems to be helping. Instead of the national 50 percent average, here about 70 percent of the students make it through the class, which is not everyone by a long shot. But it's still one of the highest rates in the country. Jonathan's convinced he's going to be one of the ones that does make it. If he does, he'd be the first in his family to go beyond high school. I want to change that for my family. I want them all to go to college because I don't want them to have to go through the same crummy little jobs. I want them to get degrees. So at 40, 
yeah, I'm having to show them by example to go to school for four or five years. He doesn't want his kids to be stuck. Stuck on you. Got this feeling down deep in my soul that I just can't lose. Guess I'm on my way. There's this lemonade stand that I pass sometimes in my neighborhood that these kids have set up. And I have never once bought lemonade. Part of it's just that I'm not thirsty, but it's also that the kids are just sitting there looking at me. It does not seem like their hearts are in it. I do think, though, that I would buy lemonade from this girl. Excuse me, ma'am. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? I'm fine, too. Today I am selling some of my awesome candles. Because I'm raising money to buy my own school clothes and school supplies for the upcoming school year. And I want to know if you could buy one of my candles because school is important to me. Now I'm going to do a wrap for you. It's not a risk, see? Super business girl, 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 super business girl. My friend sent me a link to this video. It's this little girl who lives in Detroit. As you might have gathered, she calls herself Super Business Girl. In the video, she's selling candles. I could not stop watching her. This girl seems the opposite of stuck. She knows exactly how she's going to get ahead. So I reached out to her. She's 11 years old. Her name is Asia Newson. Turns out she was coming here to New York to visit some family. So... I went up to see her on 125th Street in East Harlem. She's there with her parents and her cousin, and she's easy to spot. Can you describe for the radio audience what you look like? I'm six feet seven. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm short. I'm skinny. My favorite color is purple, so I wear a lot of purple and blue. She's dressed um, almost entirely in turquoise braids, today, braids, except pink socks clothes, all the way up to her knees. Her answer to this question goes on for a while. She points out her braids and her earrings. I'm fun. I'm always skipping. Um, I talk too much, so every time you see me, I'm talking. Back in Detroit, she sells candles that she makes at home. She figured she's in New York, try to sell stuff in the big city. Candles were too heavy to bring, so she has to find something else to sell. Where are we going? What happens first? We're going to get our products. Where? Um, over there at the Deli grocery store. She surveys her options in the glass case, then finds what she's looking for. Lollipops. Suckers, they call them in Detroit. Um, can I have 48 suckers? Lollipops. She buys 48 lollipops. Initial investment, $12. They cost her 25 cents each. She's going to try to sell them for a dollar each. It, it, just, it just makes sense to me. I won't have to spend so much on something that I can sell it for more. Mm-hmm. Making 300% profit. 300% profit. She's got her cousin, who she's visiting, in tow. He's a year younger. He's 10. He's an accomplished ballroom dancer, it turns out. But he is totally new to sales. Asia shows him how it's done. They walk out of the store and... This is within seconds of buying the lollipops. She walks right up to a group of men hanging out on the corner, and she delivers what she calls her presentation. Excuse me, gentlemen. Hello, my name is Asia Newson. I'm known as Detroit's youngest entrepreneur, and the name of my company is called Super Business Girl. Today I'm selling lollipops because I'm raising money to buy my own school clothes and school supplies for the upcoming school year. And I need you to buy a few of my lollipops because you'll make a difference in my life. Thank you for listening to my presentation. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. How much? 
Two guys buy lollipops. Each one hands over a dollar for a lollipop that they could have gotten for 25 cents in the store that is just a few feet away. Her cousin's watching all this quietly. This is basically a walking lemonade stand. A kid selling something sweet at a huge markup, but it's the best lemonade stand I've ever seen. It's been two minutes and she's already made a couple sales. Next stop is a very crowded barber shop. She walks in, the chairs are full, music's playing, everyone's chatting. She walks right into the center of the room. Excuse me, everybody. Excuse me, everyone. Hi, how are you? I said, hi, how are you? Well, I'm fantastic. My name is Asia Newson. I've seen a lot of kids do what Asia's doing, lots of times on the subway. A kid gets on with M&Ms and makes an announcement about how they're raising money for their basketball team or something. Asia is different. She's not asking for money. Actually, no, of course, I mean, she's asking for money, but she doesn't put it that way. The way she puts it, she's offering an opportunity. And I need you to buy a few of my lollipops because you'll make a difference in my life. Thank you for listening to my presentation. Some people clap, everybody's laughing, and they buy lollipops. Do you hear that feel she just did? You gotta give it up for that, at least. That was worth a dollar. She said that she came in a barbershop full of people and got aggressive about her future. Have you seen anyone do that before? Yeah, people are always selling stuff in the barbershop. That's all people do. But usually it's stolen goods. Asia makes her way down the street, and again and again, in the barbershops, in the salons, Asia kills. People are grateful for the opportunity to overpay for a lollipop. Oh, well, thank you for the lollipop. Thank you. I hope you have an awesome day. And I hope you have a blessed one as well, sweetie. I'm loving you. (laughs) Some salons she walks into, no one is even speaking English. But she does her thing, and people buy lollipops. Watching this, I started thinking about this thing you hear from venture capital types that are looking for startups to invest in. Entrepreneurs will come and pitch their ideas, and sometimes their ideas don't make a lot of sense. But the person who is pitching is so compelling that the investors find a way to invest anyway. Some people are just super business girls. It's like you want to give them money. You do not want to miss out on what they're doing. People like this, people like Asia... They are rare. For instance, take her cousin Atiba. He's 10 years old. He's been following her around all day, watching what she does, trying to learn how to be a salesman. And finally, it's his turn to try to make the pitch. So they go into a hair salon and see if you can make out his voice over the music in the salon. Excuse me, excuse me. He's whispering to these women getting their hair done. And he's holding out the box of lollipops in front of him. And Asia is just bouncing up and down right behind him. Talk like you mean it. Talk like you mean it, she says. Go ahead, come on now. So he tries. Could you make a difference in our life? Atiba just can't make the sale. Asia has to step in and close the deal. They regroup out on the street. What have I been telling you, she says. There are five rules for how to make a presentation. Give energy, use hand gestures, speak very loud, be articulate, and... Come on. Oh, give eye contact. Okay, so they try one more time. Not very successfully. Excuse me, everyone. Hello, my name is Asia Newsom. Today I'm training my trainee, Atiba Alexander, and he's going to make a presentation loud for you. 
people stop doing nails, everybody turns around and stares at them. Asia, why would you do this? Why would you do this? It strikes me that Atiba is the normal one in this situation. Like a lot of us, he's filled with self-doubt and awkwardness. He is not a born salesman. Asia, on the other hand, sells out of lollipops and has to go restock. She buys more lollipops, but really, she could be selling anything. Do you think that you're selling more, like, you're selling, you know... of myself and my services than my products? Yeah, I do. Well, I was down now with you for the same. People ask me that question all the time. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> Asia also realizes that her current business model can't last. It works right now because she's charismatic, but also because she's young and adorable. I was a cute girl who knew about business and who liked what I did. So you know that you're cute? Yeah. And everyone loves me because I'm a little girl running my own business. That's the best advantage ever. But I'm 11 now, so as I'm getting older, it's kind of going away a little bit. You can't be a 15-year-old running a lemonade stand. At some point, Asia's going to have to make a switch. Maybe she's going to be an actress. Maybe she's going to be a singer. Maybe a reporter. Now that she's seen someone do it all afternoon, it seems totally doable. I have a question for you. Yes. Can I hold the microphone and ask you the question? Yes, you can. Tell me about your childhood. Asia has a lot of questions. We'd love to hear what you think. You can send us email, planetmoney at npr.org. Our show today was produced by Thea Bennett. And I have a couple people that I want to thank. Asia's parents, in particular her father, Michael Newson. Nancy Updike and Hannah Jaffe Walt at This American Life, Brian at Bamboo Detroit, Dean, Karen, Halinka, and everyone who helped me at West Kentucky Community College. If you're looking for more podcasts to listen to, check out NPR's live debate show, Intelligence Squared U.S. You can find it on iTunes under podcasts. I'm David Kestenbaum. And I'm Zoe Chase. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.